the extraordinary belongs to those that create it. Rebelling against business plans and debt, rebelling against what society expects of us to build cool businesses, make money, have fun and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. Thank you for letting me come on the podcast and ask you some questions. Yes, you're in charge. I've been looking forward to this. So I live in St. Pete Beach, Florida in the US and my husband and I like to ride our bikes. So we usually ride them to the end of our island and back, which is about a round trip 10 mile. Sounds a lot, but it's not because it's on a bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) Not like you're running 10 miles. So I thought it would be something different if I could try and do bicycle tours for people coming to visit, because I thought that would be something different. Our island is small, but it has a lot of character and our beaches are just beautiful. So it'd be worth a nice bike ride to come see the beach. And I also volunteer with sea turtle trackers. So we monitor the beaches for new turtle nest. And I thought somehow if I could incorporate that into the bicycle ride, then I'd be helping my favorite charity, showing people about our environment and getting some exercise and making some money. But It sounds perfect. I wanted to ask you, is that something when you go to a new city, do you want to do a bike tour or a walking tour? Would that be something you're interested in doing? Me personally? Yes. This last weekend, we did a bike tour of Bogota, Colombia, We cycled 20 miles around the city centre. We saw all of the different bits from Simon Bolivar Park to the city centre. And it was fabulous. I love a good bike tour. But it's not really important whether I like it or not, is it? It's whether the market will buy it. Right. In which I thought if I could use Airbnb experiences, that would be a kind of good platform to start off on because they also insure you up to a million dollars, you know, in case somebody falls on their bicycle and wants to try to sue me. (laughs) I work for an attorney, so I'm always cognizant of that. (laughs) (laughs) And I also thought Airbnb, I would have to do less marketing. So what's stopping you, Julia? Sounds like you figured most of it out. I don't have the spiel or the actual, like the ride down. I guess that's my hesitation. But you've done it before. Personally, yeah, we do it almost, we used to go every day. But now that I want to make it interesting for other people, I would want to incorporate some stops along the way. And then I'm trying to decide what times would be good because it is Florida. So it's pretty hot. And I know not everyone is acclimatized or (laughs) prefer to sweat the whole time they're riding a bicycle. (laughs) Yes, British people are not designed for the hot weather of Florida (laughs) But we do love to come there. And there's a huge amount of people who come out there for holidays. What's the only way to know what people will like? Just got to try it. Is make a plan, put it for sale and see if someone says yes. That's it. We don't know what they're like. You've cycled this route before. You can probably look on Google Maps and sketch out roughly where you're going. You can have an idea of we'll stop here and I'll give this little bit of information. We'll stop here and You said there was an incredible hotel down there that you could stop and look at. You just got to design a route and try and sell it. Okay. And do you think I should, I was going to use my friends as guinea pigs and take maybe three 
or four of them out at a time (laughs) to see if there were any major things I should change or just to even see about my directing other people, my skills as being a tour guide, because I've never been a tour guide. I work at a law firm. (laughs) We don't, I don't have any experience, (laughs) you know, telling people which way to go or, you know, I guess maybe I could do a little intro bike safety lesson. But what do you think about having the guinea pig of the friends? I always think it's a good idea to test it out on friends. Like that's a fantastic thing. Test it out on people that you know will give you feedback and ideas. And I would run it as if it's a real paid tour. And I would ask them to give you feedback afterwards, what they liked, what they didn't, and all of that sort of stuff, because I think that really helps. It also helps you to know, I gave them instructions to turn left here and three out of the four of them turned right. What did I do? What happened? Where did they go? Ah, they're heading into traffic. Quick, go the other way. So I think testing it out on friends is a fantastic way to go. And then we just need to develop the pitch to sell it because Airbnb, the experiences are a huge amount about the quality of the pictures, the description, and then it's about the price. But actually the price, like if the description and the pictures look amazing, the price is less important unless you've got lots of competition. Have you checked on Airbnb for other bike operators? So I live about 20 minutes from St. Petersburg, which is great. That's where I work. I love downtown St. Pete. It's popping right now. Lots of tourists. Great downtown. We have a new pier that's beautiful. We have a lot of nightlife, different bars, good restaurants. I looked on there. There were a couple bike tours for downtown St. Pete. But I didn't see anything for St. Pete Beach or any of the nearby beaches. We're close to Treasure Island, Madeira Beach, Clearwater. So I did check Airbnb. I didn't look on any other website, but I was thinking that would be the best thing to do is to kind of check all the other ones. What's the main one? The little glasses. (laughs) Oh, TripAdvisor. TripAdvisor, yes. So I think with anything like this, it's just about starting. So let's get the first version out there on Airbnb. If we make it too complex, we need to check this. We need to do this. We need to make all these other things happen. We'll never get the first one done. So we just need to sort of get the pictures. And if you organize a date to take your friends, maybe you can take your husband. Maybe you can get one of them. Pick a friend who's got a nice camera, get some photos, get some group photos. And then we just need the photos, the description, fill out the Airbnb form and put it for sale and see what happens. Airbnb has traffic. If you book an Airbnb in the area, they then start recommending local tours to you. So they will do some of the marketing for you. I don't think it's as easy as that's the one stop and that's it. But it's a good place to get going and just see if anyone buys. What have we got to lose? What am I missing? And we have the bicycles. We have four bicycles. I was going to provide helmets in case people wanted those. I have bike bells. I wasn't sure if I should put baskets on for people's personal belongings. I don't necessarily think you need bicycles. It depends on the law in the area and helmets. In certain countries, it is law that you must have a helmet. I think you Americans don't really mind about people crashing and hurting themselves. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) But I think giving the option of helmets is a fantastic thing. In Bogota, you have to wear helmets. 
I don't think many people do, but like legally you're meant to wear helmets. So we were provided helmets and Katie and I like to wear them because I quite like my brain where it is. So we wear the helmets as we're going around. Providing that sort of stuff, the bike, the helmet, a bell is useful. Then you need a little description at the start, what people are going to see, maybe some stop-off points with some information about you'll see this, you'll see that. If you're passionate about turtles, stopping off, telling them about turtles, telling them where they nest, what they do, how it works, educating them. People love animals, wildlife. And I think just plan a tour, do the first one, do the spiel, entertain the people, have fun. In this particular type of thing, the more fun you have, the more fun your guests will have. And the more fun they have, the more they'll put you good reviews. And then we just need to sell the first one and get going. What about a price point? The other bicycle tour in St. Pete included food. So I didn't really want to include food. I didn't really want to spend an extra 30, 45 minutes if I could kind of get away with a two to two and a half hour trip. You can point out where they go for lunch. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted. No, no. I was just thinking $30, but I don't know if that's too low. Well, $30 for a bike tour sounds good. It could be $30. It could be $40. I think when the price starts to go northwards, you do start to expect, does it include food or snacks or different things? There's only one real way to know if it'll work or not, which is just to go, okay, $30. You've probably had a look at some competition to see what type of price they are, whether you're in the right ballpark. It sounds good to me compared to bike rides that Katie and I have done. Katie loves biking. There's only one real way to know, which is just to put it out there and test it. And if you put it on at $30 and it doesn't sell, well, it doesn't mean it's the price. It could be the marketing, it could be the pictures, it could be the price, but we can test different prices. You never know. You might put it on there, sell it for $30. It might sell out really quickly. And then you go, actually, after I've run it, this isn't enough for the amount of work it was. But we need to do the first version. And the good thing about Airbnb is you can just adjust the price really quickly for the next version or the next version. So I don't see you have very much downside because it's not even though you're borrowing money to buy the bikes. You've got the bikes, you've got nearly all the kit. We can sell the first tour and use their money to buy the helmets. I would just do it. What's stopping you, Julia? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just have to make a start date. That's another reason why I did this podcast, because I thought I'm never going to move forward with this bicycle idea unless I make myself do the podcast, get some action ideas in place and make myself accountable. I love that. So let's go down that exact route. Okay. When are you going to run the taster session for your friends? What date are you going to invite people? So I was, I do have a friend, a good friend, Kyle, him and his girlfriend are both photographers and she has just put on Airbnb experiences for her photography for downtown. And I've been talking to them Amazing. about, Hey, do you guys want to come do a beach bike tour and test it out with me and let me know because they like to travel and they like to ride bikes. So I thought they were a good candidate for things that I wouldn't spot because I think we're going to have a different experience. I'm going to have an experience as the tour guide and they're going to have one as the guest. So from their Definitely. point of view, I wanted to get ideas on what to change. And then I thought they would be good to help me take pictures. It's amazing. Do you have your phone next to you right now? Can you message them right now and say, 
which days are you free? Are you, you want to do this on a Saturday, a Sunday? Yeah, probably on the weekends would be better for me. I know they're usually same with the weekend being open for them. So it's now Thursday, maybe not this weekend, maybe next weekend. Give yourself a week to plan the route. Yeah, I'm going to be out of town July 10th and 11th, but I think the 17th would be great. So do it. Send the message right now. I will sit here politely and quietly as a Britishman should whilst you text them. Okay, I said, hey, a bike ride for 717. I want to get it going, but need your ideas, comments, thoughts, critiques. And he's pretty good about responding quickly, or at least calling and saying, hey. Did you actually say, I want you to come on the bike tour? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, cool. Excellent. So he knows that's a direct invite to come along. Right. Perfect. Because that, that's the first step, is let's get that first one done. And... I speak from experience about how to make things real. And the way to make things real is to put a date in the diary or the schedule or whatever we call it. And to say, on this date, this is happening. I've invited people. It's started. That's it. Once there's a date in the diary, we're committed and we just have to make it happen. And I think that is one of the best tips for anyone is just set a date for version one. It doesn't really matter when just set a date and you got some energy because you set a date to come on the podcast and to speak to me for an hour you're like well I better have thought this through and you wrote some good questions you wrote some comments you wrote some thoughts now we need to set the next date then we get the photos and then we just need to do the marketing we got to sell the baby yes I have a question about that should I do a website or Instagram Facebook how about we just start on Airbnb Let's just get it on Airbnb, get it done, get it out there and ask people to buy. I think that is the first step is doing that. Then once we've run a couple, we're talking about expansion and let's try and get it on TripAdvisor. Then we can start doing some marketing in different ways to people. You know, those guides, when you go to a certain place, it's like the top 10 things to do in St. Pete's Beach or the top this. We then need to start finding those lists and saying, can you add the bike tour or inviting the people who write those lists on the bike tour saying, do you want to come? You've got three paying customers already and they can kind of tag along and it doesn't cost you anything extra and bribe them with a donut and a nice picture and (laughs) see if they'll write about it. But step one, just get it on Airbnb and sell it. So hopefully when Kyle and his girlfriend come, then we can knock two things out, do the tour and the pictures. Absolutely. Feel free to invite another friend if you're doing it anyway and you've got four bikes. There's no extra cost to having the extra friend along. Like it's useful to have, Kyle said it was the best tour he's been on. And Jeff said it was fantastic. We had a great time talking about turtles and the beach and seeing pictures. Having those comments will be really useful to fill out your Airbnb experience thing. And also there is a chance it won't go well the first time. And that's okay. (laughs) I have a 95% feeling that will happen. (laughs) (laughs) But I also wanted to do it with different types of people. Like I have some friends from the Sea Turtle Trackers that I think it would be good to have them go on a tour. Just different groups, different age. That way I can try to gauge if it's too far or not far enough. Or is this something the general public can do or would like to do? 
I would think 10 miles on a bike is a very easy thing. If it's beach cruisers, you might be going seven, eight miles an hour. It's only an hour's cycling, really, with a few stops. It's not a huge ask physically for people to be able to do that. And the people who are excited about bike tours are normally younger, fitter, healthier. They normally want to do a bit of cycling and they know what they're in for. So I would have no fear that 10 miles is okay. As long as it's clearly in the description what it is, how it works, I think people will know what they're getting into. Cyclists will know roughly what 10 miles is. And we're in Florida, so it's very flat. So we have that going for us. It makes it super easy. No rolling hills, no mountains. There was a lot of up and down in the Andes of Bogota. It was quite tough. I bet it was beautiful, though. It was stunning. It was absolutely stunning. And I was thinking you should bring sunscreen, a hat, some water or beverage. Definitely for Florida, sunscreen. Yes. (laughs) Please wear sunscreen. It gets hot, hot, hot here. Wear sunscreen. Wear a hat. Bring some snacks, bring some water. It's not a particularly far cycle. There will be places along the way, but bring those things. You'll feel lots more comfortable. And when we've done our tours on Airbnb, once you book, you get a message from the host saying, here's what you need to bring. And the Airbnb system is all set up to do that so that when they book, you get an auto response from you saying, here's what you need. Here's where we're meeting. Here's the details. Add me on WhatsApp. Add my phone number here, create a WhatsApp thing. WhatsApp is quite useful normally, especially if you're dealing with tourists, because the rest of the world, apart from America, uses WhatsApp a lot. So it's actually quite useful, you European tourists, something like that. And then you just meet the people and entertain them and have fun. And I really enjoy meeting people. That's another reason I wanted to do it, because I thought, oh, I could meet people from other places to visit. And I do miss traveling. I'm so happy we're vaccinated now so we can kind of get back out there. (laughs) And that was the other thing is I I really do enjoy working. And prior to having the baby, I waitressed also on the weekends. So I kind of miss doing that other job. So because I do love working at the office, I have a really great setup there. But I just kind of wanted something to get a little extra money and just do something on the weekends. And I love St. Pete Beach, so I want people to see our what we have because it's great. St. Pete, I love so much. And I was thinking maybe I could do, once we get it further down the road, maybe like a sunset tour or there's a group that they do picnics. So I thought maybe we could say, oh, you could do a special bike ride if you're going to have like a proposal. So maybe kind of cross market with them. You're going to propose at this picnic setup. We can I do love a bike that. ride, you know, and then Kyle can come take your picture. Absolutely. There should be a tick box for Kyle to take the photos. <laughs> there should definitely be that. That's a great idea. <laughs> but I was just trying to think of different ways, you know, because he's doing an engagement picture later on. And he asked me, it's the week I'm gone. And he said, oh, hey, do you, do you think you'd want to do the bike tour for these people? I was like, definitely. When are you going to be doing it? And I was like, oh, I'm going to be out of town. But Oh, no. At least he thought of it. That made me feel good. Well, and that's also a fantastic way to cross-promote because he's finding customers that can lead to customers for you and vice versa. And it's a fantastic way to cross-promote. And you both get more business by doing that. Right. And the price is right. The price is right. (laughs) That's what we like, definitely. (laughs) I don't know. Did you happen to hear episode 16 of season two? 
there was a bit of a rude gentleman called Kai Anglet who run a, a walking tour business in Germany. It yes. was called Rude Bastards Walking Tour. Yes. It was very rude, but it was a lot of fun. Um, but it was good. <laughs> yeah. What did you What did you think of that episode? What did you get? That was around the same time I started thinking about the bike tour. That was one of the things I thought, you know what? I could do that, but with bikes. Like, let me try it on the beach because my husband's um, older daughter had a bike beach tour when she was younger. And she's graduated actually from the Air Force Academy now. This year, she just graduated. So I was talking to her. Hey, do you remember your stop? She's like, no, not really. I was like, okay, what do you think about this? You know, because she's really great. She's We have an awesome relationship. So she was like, yeah, yeah, I think you should do it. And I was telling her like, hey, I'm going on this podcast because <laughs> I'm always, I'm like the embarrassing <laughs> person that's like, well, I was listening to this podcast and, <laughs> but so. They said to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all, everybody's like, if I hear you say that one more time. <laughs> so that was the kind of between that. And then, yeah, I remember, and I remember he said, how he came up with the name was he was like, you know, we're, we're kind of rude. So if you don't like that, then this isn't for you. What do you say? You know? <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> but I was really impressed how he went and did it through different cities. Cause wasn't he doing where it yeah, was he just different? sort of expanded around. Yeah. That was really interesting. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. That was around the same time where I was thinking, cause I'm, I'm always trying to think of something I could do cause it's a little different now. I can't really go waitress or, I mean, it's just not, you know, the same. I kind of want to set my hours and do it when I want to do it. So I thought, okay, what's something that I can do that's close to home that I would enjoy doing. And we have the bike, so I wouldn't have to pay. So that was another box that was checked. But I guess, where should I meet them? Should I meet them at my house? Or there's a church right next door? So I guess my question is, how easy is it to move the bikes? Because you could, they're going to have to get the bikes. So if it's easy for you to put the bikes in your car and go somewhere else, you can do that. I don't think there's any downside to meeting somewhere outside your house. Your house is near the beach. Is it near the route? Yes. The church is not even a tenth of a mile from our house. Okay. I don't even know how to, I'm really bad with distance, but it's it's less than a block, which doesn't help people if they don't know city blocks. But our block is, we're on 85th Avenue and they're, I believe, on 84th. So they're right next to us. So I could just walk the bike over. Yeah, and if it's easy to get the bikes there, then you could easily meet them. We're meeting at this church, in this car park, at this time. See you there. There's no reason why you can't do that. Would the church allow them to park there whilst you go off and do the bike tour? I have a pretty good relationship with the church. I volunteer. That's right. I'm a member there too. So we help out with the fish fry and I help out with church mass like every other weekend. So they're really nice to me there too. So I think I could just say, hey, I'm doing this little bike tour. Can some cars park over here? The business managers, she's fantastic. So I think I could just run it by her and I'm sure she'd say, yeah, sure. So let's do it. Let's ask. Let's make it happen. I think that's great. It's not too far for you to go. It's a nice stop for them. It's a good place to start. And then I would suggest, you know, do your little briefing in terms of the bikes and the safety, cycle to the beach, do the opening with the information about the beach and then just start the tour going. I am fascinated though, Julia. 
what has stopped you doing this so far? What has been the barriers to getting going? I'm really interested. I think I'm just a procrastinator. And I don't think that, I guess I'm thinking maybe people won't, what if it's the same, like what if they don't show up or what if nobody's interested? That's what I'm worried about. So if no one buys, what's the worst that happened? I can't think of anything. You had a nice bike tour with Kyle. You've got some good (laughs) pictures of you cycling and them cycling. The worst that happens is no one buys, but you had fun and you learned a bit about putting something on Airbnb. The best that happens is you get the first one sold and you've got three customers and you sell it for sort of, you said you have four bikes in total. Is one of them for you or is it four plus you? I have four available plus me. So five altogether. That's amazing. So if you sold four we spots, <laughs> that's incredible. That's $120 for the tour. And the worst that happens is we sell four, have an experience, see what you think about it. And we know whether you actually like it or not, because you don't really know if you're going to enjoy it, if you're going to like it until you do it. So let's test. Let's see what happens. That was the other part I wasn't too sure about if I would actually like it. Like in my mind, it sounds good and it seems fun. But what about when I get that person that's not so nice or not really into biking, but somebody made them do this or it's too hot or it rains or, you know, all of the other million ideas that pop in your head that are like, no, probably not a good idea. First point is all of those are likely to happen. So everything you've just listed, if you do this long enough, it will happen to you. When I was running events and doing talks continuously, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. My laptop restarted in the middle of a presentation. I was doing a presentation in a school to like 150 teenage girls and my trousers ripped in the middle of it. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. And actually, that's part of the fun because it's part of the super embarrassing at the time, but it gives you a good story and it's part of the fun. It will go wrong and you just need to expect that there will be a puncture. Someone will fall off. <laughs> Things happen. Oh, geez. I, I'm thinking, yeah, somebody is definitely going to fall. And I'm so easygoing. It wouldn't bother me. You know what I mean? So... I know other people and then they're going to send you a mean review because I pretty much leave everyone great reviews. If I didn't have a good time, I just don't leave a review. Yes, which I think is the standard of what people do. It quite annoys me because then I don't get like an honest feedback of whether this is a good tour or not. But I think (laughs) that's what most people do. So I think one practical step you can do, which is actually useful for every business owner, is the idea of a risk assessment. And I used to fight against these things because I didn't really like them. But it can be a very simple thing of, off the top of my head, here's the 10 things that I think will go wrong. Someone will fall off. Someone will get a puncture. It'll rain. It'll do this. This will happen. On the other side of the sheet of paper where we've written those 10 things, we write what we will do if those things happen. So if someone falls off, I've got a mini first aid kit in my bag. I've got a phone number for my husband. I know where the hospital is. I know what this is. I know what that is. I've got a few ideas. If it rains, I know along the route there's five cafes. Like We can just go and dive in this cafe, buy a tea, wait for it to be over, and then do a bit more. If I get a puncture, here's what I'm going to do. I've got the gel you can squirt in. I can or, call my husband. You could, you, who knows? Call someone. Yeah, we have a truck, so I could put 
that would be an easy way to transport the bikes right over to the church. And then also, if something did happen with the flat tire, I could have him come and either change it out or give us a ride home. Yes. And it's just having those backup plans in place so that you know, because if there's one thing I can guarantee, everything that can go wrong will go wrong at some stage. It's just life. I don't know. It's some kind of universal thing that's meant to keep us entertained. But you just need to have a few plans in place and then you'll feel comfortable when it happens. And you also need to expect something you will never have thought of will go wrong. And that's okay. It happens to all of us. You just need to take a deep breath, do the best you can and help people through it. Okay. Well, can't think of anything else right now. I feel much better though. And at least I talked to Kyle. We got a date tentatively set. And I guess I can start on Airbnb. I did their kind of go through how to do a host. Do you think I should do it under, we have like a family account or should I start a fresh Airbnb account? I don't think it really matters. I guess it doesn't matter if I have, okay. (laughs) Cause we use Air. that's, I thought of Airbnb because that's what I do when I, we travel is we use Airbnb and then I like looking at their experiences too. Cause I feel like it's trustworthy. They have good reviews or bad reviews and it's all in one area. I don't feel there's much downside to using the family account and it shows you also buy things as a customer and you host things. So why not use the account you've got? And the worst that happens is it doesn't work and we need to set up a separate one. Sometimes when we're setting up a business, we think a lot about these decisions and actually it doesn't matter. Like we will make it work either way. And there probably is a slightly better option, but there's very often no way to know that until you've done it. So we just need to pick one, pick any option, start, and then we'll learn along the way and we'll get better at it and we'll get better at it and we'll make it happen. Yeah, I think starting is just the biggest, just do it. Absolutely. So we've got the date tentatively set for your first one with your friends to get the photos. Start filling out the Airbnb form, start planning out the route and start doing a risk assessment for the things that might go wrong so that you can at least be prepared because some of them will happen. And let's sell it. Let's have a go. Sounds good. I think this is a little bump. Just a little like, come on, we can do this. A little push. (laughs) Yeah. So is there anything else you need? Like, is there anything else you think will get in your way? Is there anything else stopping you? What else do you need to push this over the line and just start with the first mini experiment? I think I'm going to reach out to another. I have two more friends. And then also my husband, Brad's daughter, Grace, she's coming back home. She's on vacation right now before she goes to San Antonio to live for a year. But I thought I would, her and her boyfriends, do it with them just to see what they think too. The more people, the better, I feel like, with this test run. Absolutely. And you'll find when you've got five, six people with you, there's more energy and bounce as you as the host, because you've got people who will laugh and engage and you can have more fun. And there's normally more energy in bigger groups. I love it when I'm doing presentations to a bigger group because I get more bounce, I get more energy. So having a few people there. Also, every time you do it, you will get better. So after every single run, you go, what went well? What could I improve? And then you make it better the next time and the next time and the next time. But there's no way to get to version two unless we do version one. 
You can have any life you want to. Choose to build something cool. Choose to take action. Choose to work to make your dreams become reality. Stand out. Be different. Be yourself. Be a rebel entrepreneur.